Welcome to the Home Time Show podcast. Uh, Bush, I've got a question for you. Let's uh, uh-huh. see how close you can come uh, to the answer of this. Ready. 7.7 billion watt are lost each year in the UK. Oh, this is like the snatch game in RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> Uh, lost in... He laughs, even though I've never seen it. <laughs> you should watch it. It's one of the best programmes on telly. I love it. Is it, it indeed? Um, so they're lost every single day in the UK? No. 7.7 uh, billion watt are lost each year in the UK. This is difficult. What is it that people lose? House keys. Wrong answer. Damn... Do you think you've got any others? Or? No, because it's 7.7 billion of it. Is a, that's a lot, isn't it? Mm. That's a lot of stuff. To, that's a hell of a lot of house keys. That's <laughs> landfills worth of house keys. It's ridiculous. So go on, it put me out of my misery. We'll put everyone out of their misery at the end of the podcast. Oh, you've done, gone and done that, have you? That's unbelievable. I don't think the phrase treat yourself has ever been used in relation to this radio programme before, but I'm happy to go with it. It's a Friday. Hey, treat yourself to tickets to the Isle of Wight Festival. How good is the lineup look, as announced this morning on the Dave Berry Breakfast Show? It's kind of looking like the party I think we all need. A very timely party. Uh, Liam Gallagher, Tom Jones on the Friday, Snow Patrol, Sam Fender on the Saturday, and then the Pièce de la Résistance, Duran Duran on Sunday night. It's going to be ace, isn't it? I can't wait. My 80s credentials, uh, I, I just gravitate towards Duran Duran every time. I cannot wait. It's good. What a way to uh, finish off the weekend. And, and you know, even just looking at it gives me hope. Just the lineup. I love lineups, you know, with festivals. I remember back in the day when we used to go to the Reading Festival in the uh, early 90s. My friend Jeff would laminate the lineup each day so we know where, where we were going and what stage we need to be stood by, etc. And th- th- to celebrate this today, the whole lineup of the Isle of Wight Festival being announced, we thought we would treat you lot to a, a Friday fantasy festival, okay? <laughs> we're going to populate it with some of the tat that we've all bought over the past 12 months being stuck at home. So here's the thing. Your most recent online purchase is the name of your band in the Friday Fantasy Festival here on Home Time. Book your slot in the running order now by telling us about it. Richie, what band will you be bringing to the festival? Uh, well, I want you as the promoter to uh, to tell me what stage or what night we might be on. But uh, last online purchase, so my band is Filament Lightbulbs. Great band, great punk band. I'm thinking the big top. <laughs> right, okay, just the big <laughs> that, top. That little party they do on a Thursday night at the Isle of Wight Festival. <laughs> big top, Thursday night, fellow and light bulb. My one's Spigen Aircase. Oh, they sound prog rock. I've bought a brand new see-through plazzy case for my phone, which has got a really weird name. Yeah, prog rock, like a 15-minute first song that makes everyone go to the bar and get a beer. <laughs> Cleared it. Cleared the whole place. Beeswax Polish. Uh, says says Barry. <laughs> they kind of I imagine them kind of retro American diner style. That kind, a little bit of voice of the Beehive, I guess. I was kind of thinking acid jazz. Well, I love. Oh, remember acid jazz? Yeah, brand new heavies. Absolute nonsense <laughs> of acid jazz. Just noodling. Beat up, blow with a six-string bass guitar. Uh, Rhiannon is going to be uh, performing with her band out and out, out and about bag. Which is a great band name. <laughs> uh, and Hyla Lawrence, who will be uh, fronting up his band called Running Trousers. 
Uh, dry roast peanuts, uh, says uh, Alan. He's uh, he's performed. That's that's just get me hungry. Who's ordering dry roast peanuts online as well? Or as if you've got the the self control to wait a day and a half for them to arrive. <laughs> yeah, it's unbelievable. Or get up from the sofa just to uh, have someone take a picture of you holding a cardboard box of dry roast peanuts. <laughs> Imagine that. Door. What, what an, uh, an epitaph at the end of uh, lockdown. That that particular photo. Uh, Josh has just uh, tweeted us. He is going to be performing with Mango Barocca and the Supplements. <laughs> That's an old 60s band, surely. <laughs> uh, some great stuff coming in mind. Spigen air case for my phone. Uh, Darren says, uh, my band is Barbara and the Dubbing, which is, sounds interesting. Uh, Heidi Gary is going to be fronting up a band called The Farm Shop Meat. Yes. Interesting. And then uh, Rich Evans is going to be uh, turning up, hopefully on the main stage with his band, Camping Induction Hob. He says they're a speed metal blues acid funk band. <laughs> uh, Jessica uh, is uh, promoting uh, Chocolada Dark Egg. Uh, says we're oh. somewhat of a navel-gazing 90s band that imagines itself to be channeling the spirit of prog rock. This is a brilliant first album. Great band. Can't wait to see him. Uh, Chaz, who is your band? So uh, they are Trampoline and the Coffee Capsules. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> it's kind of what kind of music are you guys playing? I've, I've read about you. You're really good. I reckon it's in the new age tent, something like that. I reckon it's a little bit kind of introspective. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sounds a bit Rainbow Rhythms. A little bit Rainbow Rhythms. Definitely, yeah. They've got a bit of bounce to them, but then equally they perk you up, Trampoline and the Coffee Capsules. <laughs> Don't do this, Richie. Right Don't there. turn it into this. Right <laughs> well done, Chaz. Thank you. John in Hampshire says, I'm currently listening to and looking forward to seeing them live, Iron Age Swords. They're a, a thrash heavy metal band from the early 80s. He then adds in brackets, I purchased one for an eight-year-old, uh, my eight-year-old son's school project. Oh, wow, what a great bit of dadding that is. Yeah. Managing to snag an Iron Age sword. Steve uh, says, my band is the well-known metal band, Raw Iron Hinge. <laughs> Maybe they're rivals to Iron Age sword. Do you know what I mean? Like, both come from the same town. It's your, it's your Blur and Oasis. It is, isn't the, it? Uh, of, the, of the heavy metal. Uh, Mini Whisk, says Rachel in Liverpool. I'm actually, I, I, I'd see them as a little mix kind of thing, Mini Whisk. They, they, the original band was called Whisk, and then one member of Whisk, they broke up, <laughs> set up a new band, couldn't use the same name, had to call it Mini Whisk. Uh, Shane in Kent says, festival bands from the last item I ordered would either be, and you can choose, three-seater swing seat cover or underwater aquarium filter. Although he adds, I'm not sure I'd want tickets to either of them, to be honest. Hide <laughs> a Mark in Milton Keynes, who's fronting a band called Medium Oakstain. He uh, says a folk band feeling that earthy vibe. And hi to Simon Frogger as well, whose band is 45 Toilet Rolls, which he says is a bit like 21 Pilots. Not a good headliner, but could pad out the bottom of the bill. Thanks for that. Uh, Stu, who are you putting on the lineup? Yeah, the Briquettes. <laughs> the Briquettes. Stu Reed and the Briquettes. Uh, tell us about your band, Stu. Well, um, I had to buy a. We bought a pizza oven this week, so. Oh. Um, oh. <laughs> So we're ready to try it out tomorrow night if the weather's all right. And uh, my wife bought some briquettes. So, and then we're on the main stage, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> it escalated quickly. What kind of music yeah. do uh, the briquettes uh, give us? I, I don't know. They're either mod or Motown. I can't make up my mind there. A bit, we're a bit of both. A bit of both. Fantastic. <laughs> well, we look forward to seeing you on the main stage at our fantasy festival. Thank you very much. Great stuff. Jealous of the pizza <laughs> oven as well. <laughs> we want to know what is on the way for your weekend. What's what's your plans? 
your weekend cliffhangers. What you got going on this weekend that's got a bit of jeopardy to it that means we're going to want to get back in touch with you on Monday's show to find out how it all went down. Uh, for example, this weekend, despite the fact that the kitchen is finally being installed at my house, getting a new kitchen done, my jeopardy is... I'm getting me, uh, I'm getting me spiking sandals back out bush, and the lawn is getting its first treatment. Really, with all that going on, you're still out there spiking your your lawn. My wife is excited uh, about the kitchen, but for me, it's all about getting the uh, the first treatment on for the spring for the lawn. It's so weird, and I just couldn't care less about my lawn. If I, I, I'd, I'd get it tarmacked if I could. Be one of those people who get it tarmacked. <laughs> Can't be bothered with it at all. Hey, the other thing is during the. You were telling me that you're having um, uh, toad in the hole tonight. Yes, I am having toad in the oh, hole I'm, tonight. I want to find out. I want to find out how that goes. If anything, on Monday, are you off next week? How, on a minute. I am off next week. So if you do want to hear about my oh. toad in the hole or how the spiking of the lawn goes, I'm happy to call in on Monday just to let you know. <laughs> Whilst I think lawns are very interesting, I'm chuffy that you're going to go and stomp outside or do, like, do that groundsman thing that they do at half-time in a footy match. <laughs> I'm really keen to see how your uh, all-in-one chuck-it-in-the-oven toad in the hole is going to go as well. <laughs> OK, fair enough. Trust me, I will call you. <laughs> I, I would like to hear about it. I would, let's, let's book it in. There you go. This is how this works. For me, in terms of a uh, weekend cliffhanger, tomorrow morning we're going to go to our local woods... And I'm going to try nothing weird. I'm going to try out uh, the freshly bought shoulder-mounted uh, child's carrying backpack thing that we've got. Wow. We've had it for about a year or so, but because of lockdown and all that kind of thing, we haven't really managed to get Thea into it. So hopefully, it goes on your back. Can you put her over the top of your head and drop her into it? Yeah. Or you probably should put her in first, then then get it on like a <laughs> like a camel. Uh, and then hopefully she's going to be able to walk around the woods. It's going to be fine. But there's that undercurrent of will she kick off or not? I'm not 100% sure. Plus, how's your back going to hold up to it? Well, this is it. Me getting up like a camel while she's got on the back of me is going to be an interesting sight. You know what I mean? <laughs> I think people will feel slightly sorry for me. Trust me, I am calling you on Monday's show to tell you about my toad in the hole and ask about your sciatica. There you go. That's just the rock and roll level of this show right now. I'm looking forward to it. Margaret's tweet is saying, I'm going out for the first time in a year. Margaret, wow. Think about it, right, where you are or where you live or whatever. If you're going to go somewhere for the first time you haven't been out for a year, where would you pick to go? What would be your location? Slim pickings, isn't it, really, right now? <laughs> it is, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? Just have a little walk around. That, you go down by the canal quite a bit, don't you, Richie? You go down there? I love a little canal sidewalk. Um... There's a good crowd down there as well, isn't there? <laughs> nice bunch. <laughs> Any of the ones that go past the railway as well, it's all good. Uh, we've got Paul on the line. Paul, you've got a bit of a weekend cliffhanger going on? Yeah, I'm, uh, I've got to stick uh, my barbecue together, my George Foreman. Okay, and, wh- and why why is this such a cliffhanger? Um, basically, it's got really bad reviews on Amazon for uh, how hard it is to put together. <laughs> <laughs> are you are you quite are you quite calm um, when it comes to putting stuff together, Paul, or do you start to lose it and, and hit things? Uh, well, I'm, I'm calm when I start, and then yeah, everything starts getting chucked over the fence and that kind of thing. I love the fact that you've seen that uh, people have said, I found this hard to put together, and it's not stopped you. You've still gone ahead and got it. Yeah, well, George Foreman. Very good point. Very good point. (laughs) It's just George, isn't it? It's just George. Well, we we need to find out next week whether you got barbecuing this weekend or it all ended up over the fence.
get, uh, I'll certainly let you know. <laughs> well, Paul, there's a uh, home time Tesco mobile face marks definitely going your way, and you'll get the Thank call you. on Monday to see what happened. All right, brilliant, nice one. Ian, what's your cliffhanger? I actually ordered my fiance's anniversary present yesterday. Wow, that's uh, that's brinkmanship, isn't it, Ian? Yeah, it is, considering it was last week as well and I've had to wait till payday to order it. Well, we can understand that logic. When yeah. does it all need to... Uh, when is the anniversary? The anniversary was actually the 16th last week. <laughs> right, right. No, but be, because, like, it's in between pay... Because it's in between paydays, like, I've had, I've actually had to order it yesterday. <laughs> All right, and um, uh, can we ask what kind of thing it is? It is, well, hang on, she's just gone upstairs. Like, it is a bottle of whiskey by a certain heavy metal band. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. So... Yeah, it's actually due Monday while I'm at work, so, like, by the time I come home, hopefully, it will have arrived... I'd say on this one, Bush, I don't know what you think, but I, I think Ian's on a dead cert here. I hope so. I hope it arrives, and I hope she likes it and everything like that as well. How many how many years have you been together? What is the anniversary uh, that we're talking about here? It's three years now. We were supposed to get married uh, July this year, but we've had to postpone it for a year, so it's now actually going to be next year we're getting married. So, like, what is three years this year oh. which we've been together? And uh, sure. yeah, nothing. Nothing says a celebration like uh, a heavy metal whiskey. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we've got Adele on the line. Uh, very unusual cliffhanger. What's going on, Adele? So I've uh, just got a brand new job as a non-medical endoscopist, and one of my new roles is going through patient lists to ensure that they are properly looked after on the surveillance list and. One of the new surveillance lists is something I'm not particularly okay with, so I'm going to try my best to take in as much information from my meeting about it on Monday. All right, so we've got a kind of you-in-a-meeting type situation. Slightly winging it a little bit, would you say, Del? Uh, try not to. Try not to. The um, doctor is um, extremely knowledgeable and particular about things, so I, I'm trying to get as much in my head as I can so I don't have to wing it and look really silly. So, you're obviously trying to uh, take in as much as you can about this particular subject before you debut on Monday. Uh, give us a, uh, a one-line, what is it you will be uh, revising on all weekend? The pathway for surveillance of Barrett's esophagus. <laughs> What if Barrett doesn't want his esophagus looked at? <laughs> Chuck that one in the meeting. That's a nice breaker. <laughs> uh, when I head home, uh, there's uh, an element of jeopardy at the moment. Uh, I live in Hertfordshire, and uh, this is a really curious story, but it's absolutely genuine. Uh, a flock of 20 rear birds are on the loose in Hertfordshire right now. Police have absolutely no idea where they have come from. Are you familiar with the rear bush? Uh, uh, that's a very leading question. <laughs> uh, I, I've never heard of a, a bird named like that before in my entire life. OK, uh, spelt R-H-E-A, just in case you're wanting to uh, Google image it. They come from South America. Uh, they can run at speeds of about 50 miles an hour. 
they're, I'd say, similar height of an ostrich. They're five foot tall and they can weigh about 20 kilos. They're scary looking things. It's uh, weird, isn't it? They, they look like there's a certain collection of animals that aren't known for being scary, not like your tigers and your sharks and stuff like that. But there's something about them that, that, that is scary. Like, I'd say cows are in the same category. If you ever had to cut across a field, this might be hashtag Devon lad life. If you've ever had to cut across a field and some cows come up to you, they actually can scare the bejesus out of you. And looking at this thing now, it does look like a slightly more angry ostrich. Well, 20 of them. There are 20 of these on the loose in Hertfordshire right now. Uh, they say they can, <laughs> they can attack dogs. Don't, oh go, don't go near them. They can be aggressive if caught. The other thing they remind me of, do you remember Bernie Clifton? It is a bit of that, isn't it? <laughs> a little bit of that heyday of British entertainment. <laughs> I'd love it if he's involved in this somehow. Been a good podcast. Enjoyed that edition. Just before we all go, uh, do you have any other guesses or do you want the answer as to 7.7 billion watt are lost each year in the UK? Is it something like heat from houses? Is it something a bit like that? No. Oh, OK, then. I don't know. <laughs> Peas. <laughs> I wasn't. Do you know what? I'm going to get this slogan put on a T-shirt. I wasn't expecting peas. <laughs> I was not expecting that. 7.7 billion peas are lost each year. On average, 5.3 peas fall off the fork and onto the floor during a meal. They, I, I can, can totally imagine that. They, they go everywhere, don't they, peas? They're an absolute pain in the backside. And also, I'll tell you where most of them go, is all of the packets rip when you put them in the freezer and then they end up everywhere in the tray, don't they? Wind up. Well, Birdseye have uh, got in touch and they have sent a specially designed fork that is crossed with a spoon. It is a, a spork. Spork. Um, and uh, it is designed to hold peas and stop them falling off the fork. I would say to the people at Birdseye, they might want to just, uh, I don't know, have a little look at themselves at the moment to see if they're working in the right direction with stuff. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> they say that we've got to be ready for it because two in three Brits are planning on eating peas this Easter weekend uh, and they want to make sure that to not do any peas get. Do you know what this is like? You know Edwina Curry and the eggs thing? This is the great pea terror that they're going to put into people's lives that previously not really thought about. Do you know what I mean? This fork... Uh, can hold 52 petit pois per mouth hold. I like the sound of that. Uh, compared to your average fork, which only holds nine. Really? That's quite a big difference, isn't it? Yes, because it's got a bit of depth and girth to it. Well, I tell you what, I, was, I wasn't taking it seriously now until you told me them stats. That's, yeah. that's game-changing, that, isn't it? 200 of them available to buy on the Petit Pois website. Uh, Birdsight, I take it all back. You've invented something really unique. <laughs>